Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Guess what? What? We're doing a podcast. Right now? Yep. Oh. Episode 12 of Dory and Matt, Matt, Dory. Matt and Dory's. Excellent adventure. Yep. Sorry, third podcast of the weekend. Hey, you've had a podcast-filled weekend. Oh, what an exciting time it's been for everybody. Uh, You know, I just uh, couldn't wait to get to this one, my podcast I do with my wife, because it means I get to go to bed soon. Except you never go to bed early. Well, I'd like to start right now. You're going to bed right now? No, it's just like, I know Sunday night's like the end of the weekend and yeah. Hi. Hi. Are you having a great weekend? Uh, yeah. Welcome. I should really do the intro. Welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. My sperm's done. There. I'm Dory. My eggs are old. There you go. We did it. Yeah, That's we our did catchphrase. It. Yep. 
What a catchphrase. Uh, we are just crushing it left and right, guys. You're like, oh my God, what's going on in IVF world? Well, Matt and Dory are crushing it right now. That We're basically actually right now doing the opposite of crushing it. We're not great at it so far. No. Podcasting, we're fine at. Uh, IVF, we're not great at it. Yeah, we're like, okay. Sure. But we're not like killing the game. Yeah. We're not, you know, we're not like, whoa, what do we do with all these eggs? <laughs> yeah, we're not like, oh my God, we have so many embryos. We're going to have to like give them out to like a thousand people. Yeah, that's not us. Uh... So where should we start? First of all, thank you for listening. Second of all, if you listened to last week's episode, thank you. That was a good episode. Yeah. Um, and hopefully we'll be doing some more stuff like that. So yeah, stay tuned. Um, so I guess we should talk about our IVF experiences because we recently visited California Fertility Partners once again. We sure did. Well, what happened was... I got my period on Thursday. Ka-ching. Let's do it, everybody. And I was like, all right, here we go. Mm-hmm. And um, I went in Friday morning. You did. That's like, true. I had to call them Friday morning because by the time I called them on Thursday and then Seema called me back, but I was on a call. And then by the time I was able to call her back, they were closed. And so they were like, like their outgoing message was like, we'll talk to you in the morning about an appointment. So I called them like on the dot of eight to the point where you thought I was calling them too early. You thought it was rude. I did. I was, I was just thinking back to my time in retail when people would approach the door at eight fifty nine when I opened at nine. And I was thinking it's eight o'clock time to answer the phone. Well, yeah. So that's, that's, that's how we're different. Dory. And yep. I. One of us is considerate. The other one is Dory. Hi. What? You're fired. Oh, okay. Good luck putting the podcast up. <laughs> Thanks. Bo's going to help me. Oh, well, never mind then. Yeah. Um, anyway, so they were like, come in at 1130. And I had been giving Matt a guilt trip for not coming to my last couple of appointments. I'm, I, I, I would love to be at all of them, but they are at times where I feel like I can't quite get away from work. Yeah, but I was like... But I will say that uh, when I said on Friday morning to uh, my boss, Adam, I said, hey, I have to go to this IVF thing. And I I couldn't even finish the sentence. And he was like, yeah, go. No, of course. See? It uh, worked out. It's very nice. And then he said, uh, after I said, uh, can't wait to go spend money for nothing. He said, that's not the attitude to have. I was like, yeah, I know. Wow. He was telling you to have a positive mental attitude. Can you believe that? That's... Someone would tell me to have a positive mental wow. attitude. Wow, That's amazing. You're usually so positive with your mental attitude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but it's, it just so happened that uh, conveniently the Sony lot is very close to CFP. So yeah. it is enough huge haul. In fact, the Sony lot is one of the few things in our lives that is convenient to CFP. Yeah, very true. It's very true. Um, so I got to go over there and it, it ran into lunch, but uh, yeah, I, got, I was happy to be there. Uh, I got there on time and the appointment had already started. In other words, I was already half naked and Dr. Ringler was already shoving a 
ultrasound wand up my vag. True. That's all true. I can attest to that. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. He started at about 1124. Amazing. I can't believe that. He started like that. Um, I know. If I didn't park so far away from my office, I probably would have been there in on time. I think they're actually busier earlier in the morning. And then as the morning wears on, because everyone wants the early morning appointments. Well, that's what you think. But we are retrieval. Uh, no, our implantation was at like one o'clock. They only schedule uh, transfers between 10 and 2. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about it. You go in, you got some blood work. I go in, got the blood work, got a nice bruise. Uh, I've seen you have worse bruises. That's not uh, the worst bruise I've ever seen you have from blood having been drawn. That's true. That's fair. Um, and then I went in and he put the wand in and he's like looking around. He's like, okay, see one. Right, there's a, there's another one. And then, excuse me, I think it was that point that you came in when he was looking at my, he'd already looked at my right ovary and he was looking at my left ovary. Yeah. And he was like, well, the right one's a little lazy this month. Mm-hmm. And we were like, all right. And I was like, aren't we all? Yeah. And then I was like, okay, well, maybe the left is like. Then Wrangler laughed and we high-fived. Ugh. Oh, wait, you know what? What? We need to back up a little bit. Oh, we're going to back but back up here we go beep beep because before you got there ringler and i had a little chit chat oh no you did why am i this is the first i'm hearing about this is literally right now well no i mean i wasn't like i was thinking about firing you dr ringler i was more like like we were just talking about why it didn't work last time yeah and he was like well the embryo looked good you know either something was wrong with the embryo or the environment wasn't good yeah. by the environment he meant your my uterus, uterus your uteral lining uh which is like a weird euphemism to use to say uterus but okay environment um and he was like you know and i was i was like sort of upset that it hadn't worked this was the first time we had talked about it because as we've discussed previously we did not hear from him mm-hmm. after it did not work that's true um he was also getting like slightly uncomfortable like he's so awkward he doesn't i, I think it was just a guy who doesn't like confrontation i mean most people don't like confrontation I except love it. me <laughs> yeah you do <laughs> you're a big fan well, I think it like it like helps you work stuff out in a in a in an expeditious is that a word? Yeah. Expeditious, if, expeditious fashion. If Ringler was a hotel, we'd have late checkout. It's like you get it all out, and then like everything's fine instead of like simmering. Well, you had been simmering for quite. I a had while. been simmering you for quite some time. You had even reached the decision without really consulting me that you were going to g- g- switch doctors. Well, it just like occurred to me that that was a thing I could do. Yeah. Anyway, so then he was like, so there's a, there's like a test that we can do now to see if. Well, was that happening before? Yes. What do you say? Okay, go ahead. He said, there's a test we can do now to see if um, maybe the, uh, the timing is off. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Matt is very gently I'm moving the like microphone. Get it to a good spot. You're fine right there. Okay, this you were is, just eating it. This is uncomfortable because my elbow isn't leaning on anything. 
Is that okay? Do whatever you got to do. How's that? You're fine. Okay, great. Um, so he was like, there's a test we can do now to see if like maybe the timing was slightly off with the transfer. Like mm-hmm. for some women, it it's a little early or a little late and we can do a biopsy. We can, we can prepare you for a transfer. You take the estrogen and the progesterone. He's saying this to you before he yes. shoves wands in you. Yes. Okay. Um, and then we do a biopsy and we can see, you know, if the timing was right. And I started, I got like a look on my face. I was like, because I was just thinking about the progesterone shots. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know. I don't know if that's something I want to do. And then he, he got a, like a little bit prickly. Like. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I felt like he was like like lady i'm telling you this is what you need to do this is this is more data that i need to get mm-hmm. and you're standing in the way of my getting that data mm-hmm. and and i was like wait so that would be like we'd lose a cycle like we'd get we'd we'd be put back a cycle it's almost like he willed it and don't spoil it oh sorry and then i was just like oh i don't know if i want to do that that's like that's you know that that's just delaying things and we've already I, I felt like we had already been delaying things a long time and then he was like how did you feel about the shots and I was like I fucking hated them like the long needle and I mean I didn't say it quite like that but I was like I did not enjoy them mm-hmm. um and then he was like oh okay well we can give you vaginal suppositories and I was like oh how I don't think I like going for that. Yeah. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Oh God. Uh, Do I have to help with that too? Yes, honey. Oh boy. (laughs) I'll be here. Um, uh, (laughs) sorry. I just, I got a really weird visual in my head. Um, no, I mean, at least we don't have to do the needles. Yeah. But from everything I've heard, the vaginal suppositories are unpleasant. You might want the needles back. I might. I'm going to talk to him when I go in to do the ultrasound because we're doing that this cycle. (sighs) That's right, everybody. We're doing IVF without doing IVF. We're doing a fake cycle. (laughs) We're just doing a dry run. Literally a dry run, except it'll be more like a moist run. Yeah, and you'll be injected full of the same drugs yeah i'm already taking estrogen so the reason that that happened is because where we left off matt was coming in and dr ringler was looking at my right ovary no my left ovary yep and then it turned out i think there was only one follicle on my left ovary. hang on what i'd like to open a bakery that specializes in bread and call it lovery Okay, continue. Did you just think of that joke? Yeah, because you said left ovary, and I thought lovery, and I was like, "Oh, I'd get a, I get a sourdough loaf from the lovery." We're not even eating bread this month. Maybe a rye. Ugh, I hate rye. Maybe a wheat. I could do a wheat, or like, you know what I like? I like, I like a like a raisin nut bread. Well, yeah, with butter toast in the morning. Oh That's yeah, the way to go. Oh. Boy, oh boy. 
fantasizing about carbs now. That's that's where we're at, everyone. That's where I've been at my entire life, oh. regardless of whether I've been able to eat them. <laughs> I close my eyes and I see pancakes. Um, so he he dewanded, and then he was like, "Hmm." So I'm thinking that we might want to take a cycle off. Mm-hmm. And I. I was like maybe about to cry. Oh, you were? Yeah. I was like, uh, like, I was like, wait, are, is this gonna, does this mean I'm like losing eggs rapidly? Like yep. I, they're just, they're just disappearing. He's like, no, sometimes, you know, so it varies. Some, sometimes you have more, sometimes you have less. And then he said, great question. Then he asked a bombshell question. Mm-hmm. Are you under a lot of stress? <laughs> I think I actually started laughing. Yeah. Like it was such a ridiculous question to me. You're also under so much stress. I'm under so much stress. I mean, it's not just IVF. It's, you know, your book's coming out. Pre-order uh, Startup a Novel by Dory Schreer. Go to Amazon.com. Type in Dory's name. Pre pre order her novel that's coming out. Um, Good plug, honey. You know, maybe the audio book. Oh yeah, you can get that at audible dot com. Uh, you know, so there's a lot that's like happening in your life right now, and I'm like, I'm back at work, and I'm working all the time, and I'm not around. And we're worried about it feels money. Like, it feels like I'm also. It feels like I'm never around. It feels like you're never around. This that's... weekend, I did podcast podcast here now podcast and uh didn't feel like i was home at all yeah you were not home in fact you were not home to the extent that saturday night dory i thought i died lost my mind dory thought i had died i was like where are you so i go over i'm like honey i'm going Going to chat with the guys, the Gilmore guys. And like the Gilmore guys, so that is a long podcast. I Every says, time Matt does that podcast, it's like four hours long. So I was expecting it to be long. Yeah. And it was long. Yeah. And we finished, we started late because the podcast before ran late. Um, but the podcast was supposed to be at five. Correct. Just so everyone is yeah. aware. So the of podcast the probably really started like six or something like that. Um, and we did a very long mailbag and i was wrapping that up probably like 9 30 9 45 something like that um and i got a text from our dear friend uh chris kula uh he's like hey i'm i'm doing nothing what do you want to do and i was like well all right let's do something and i was downtown already and i was like well, let's go we both love bosh so of course i thought why don't we go to Dupar's? It's Bosch's favorite place to get pancakes. I didn't get pancakes, of course. We had this discussion earlier. Anyway, and I look at the clock. I'm driving. I'm My phone's still volume all the way down from the podcast, not even on vibrate. So it's my phone's on silent. I drive to the Grove and uh, look at the clock. And it's like 10. It's probably like 10, oh, 10 o'clock or 10.05 or something like that. And yeah. I was just like, hmm, Dory's probably already asleep. And she charges her phone, not in the bedroom. So I was like, there's no point yeah, in texting her. Yeah, I don't like her. screens in the bedroom. I was like, no point in texting her. She's asleep. What am I going to text air? Uh, so I put it in my pocket and then did not look at my phone again until, what, 11.50? Yeah. Around 11.18. I just watched four episodes of High Maintenance. Uh-huh. Great show. Yeah. 
And uh, I was like, Matt's been gone a long time. I mean, technically, I left the house at 4.30, so I was gone like seven almost seven hours hours, yeah i was Uh, like even for gilmore guys this this seems like a long time oh just give me the chance and longer oh god oh no that's a challenge (laughs) well we'll see uh so i texted him i was like are you alive which is like you know pretty normal pretty standard text for my wife um and and i deliberately have turned on red receipts on my text messages so that my wife knows that if i haven't answered her it's because i haven't read the text so i don't right but when you text someone are you alive and it doesn't say that they've read it you're like oh no Mm. Mm. they're not alive right um also i was reading a book about uh a girl who disappears (laughs) Okay. And a husband starting, who gets murdered. <laughs> starting to make a lot more sense what you were going through <laughs> on the couch with Bo. So like 20 more minutes go by. And you were like deep in that book when I got home too. Yeah. Uh, so then I text him again and I'm like, where are you? And he doesn't respond. So I start calling again, him. Again, phone's on silent. Don't hear it. Don't feel I it. I call him and it doesn't go straight to voicemail. It rings and rings. Which like, is what a phone does on silent. Which and I'm like, hmm, okay. Which I'd personally, if I if the situation was reversed, I'd be happier about that. If I was calling you and it was ringing, and ringing. yeah, I yeah. Um, so then I did a few uh, pieces of detective work. I detective Dory. I looked at ways to see if he was active. You also could have just like opened like my computer if you went into my my messages. You could have seen mm. like what I was doing. Yeah, but I don't. That felt creepy to me. I don't want to read your. If I was dead, I'm hi- I hide nothing from you. You're welcome to read if, all of that. Okay, let, if two more hours had gone by, maybe oh, okay. I would have right. looked at the messages. But as it was, I looked at ways, and it said you had been active an hour ago, and I was like, okay, maybe. Well, he was driving and he got in a car crash, <laughs> and then I was like, uh, I called him again. He didn't answer. I'm getting like more and more worked up. And I was like, okay, I'm going to see if he's still podcasting. So I DM'd Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he was like, no, he's like, he's not with me. But I think he said something about maybe hanging out with Kula. And I was like, oh, a clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, and before that, I'd gone to your computer to see if you... If yeah, I you're could- already in there. Why not... I know I'm telling I didn't want to read your texts just felt weird but I tried to use find my iPhone and you had it disabled that's right I don't want to be found that's a lie well I just had my screen replaced yeah you turn it off I was like damn him and see if it were if you were if you were if I if the situation had been reversed he would have been able to find me anyway because he can track my freaking car on his on an app on his phone so we don't sound like lunatics <laughs> the volvo comes with an app and one of them it tells you the car location it's true it's not, anyway yeah i was getting myself very agitated but then i dm'd kula yeah and was like hey is matt with you and he was like yep he's just walking to his car <laughs> and i was like oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
And then, yeah, as I was walking back to my car, I literally opened up. I pulled my phone out of my pocket for the first time. And you had like, like 10 missed calls. And it was like, it was a barrage. And I wasn't even like worried that something had happened to you. I was just wor- I would looked at it and I was like, oh, it's because I haven't been in contact with you. Yeah. Anyway, that was a hell of a digression. Yeah. Why did I even go into that? Uh, we talked about your stress level. Oh yeah, and my what stress your weekend level. was like, and the fact that I'm not around very often, and oh the yeah, fact that you're at the. Uh... So I think the fact that you hadn't been around that much, I had been alone all day. Uh huh. Um, with Bo, but like devoid of other human IRL contact. Yeah. And I was reading a book where where a husband gets murdered and mm-hmm. a teenager gets kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And I'm just stressed out. Uh, yeah. So you're not doing a great job of relaxing. Uh, yeah. Yesterday was not great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, to answer his question, I was like, yes, I'm stressed out. He's like about things other than IVF, which I thought was a dumb question. Cause like if, even if IVF was the only thing you were stressed out about, that could still be a really stressful thing. Yes. But you know, everyone he sees is stressed about that. So that's his baseline. Yeah, that's true. Right. So anyway, I was like, yeah, I'm stressed. And so then he was like, well, the the good news is now we can do the the biopsy thing this month and you won't you won't feel like you're wasting time. And I sort of begrudgingly was like, that is a good point, Dr. Ringler. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so we do this and let's say your medication cocktail is not quite right. And the, then I have to do another biopsy month. I asked him about it just Mm -hmm. to be sure. I was like, and the wall lining is not what we need it to be. You would then have to adjust and we have to do this again. He's like, yeah. I was like, "Mm, okay. Yeah. So we're just like, ay, 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 huh? But I think that like, I'm just like playing out a few scenarios in my mind. Like, if we do the biopsy this month, it's not the right timing, which I feel like it probably isn't because I feel like sometimes my body like responds weirdly to that stuff. I don't know. Or it could have just been that embryo was bad. Anyway. I don't know. I think if it, if, if it's like, Oh, okay, we're going to have to do another biopsy. Then I think next month, if my follicles look good, then we should do an embryo month. (laughs) I can't wait. We should theme the podcast embryo month. Yeah. Cool. I, I can't wait. It's going to be great. Speaking of embryo month, guess what, honey? What? We have given birth to our very first sponsor. <gasps> A hashtag ad? Hashtag. We don't have to say that in here. Oh, okay. I mean, it's just like it's a natural flow. Oh, yeah. Hashtag ad. Yeah. Uh, cool. Guys, guess what? HelloFresh said, you know what, guys? You're under a lot of stress. Let's make your life a little bit easier. Let's send you some meals. By providing meals. Hello Fresh, guys. It's the meal kit delivery service that makes cooking fun, easy, and convenient. And actually, I can attest to all of those adjectives. I cooked one, you cooked one. Yeah, it it was it was great. They they send you a box, an insulated box. Just full of ice and food. Full of ice and food. The packaging is like really cute i will say the packaging the packaging is really cute uh it's better packaging than other delivery services yeah Um, i can say that yeah you can say i'm not gonna mention any by name but you know what i'm talking about um they also 
Maybe this is just a first box thing, but they also send you a cute apron. There was a very cute apron in there uh, that I did not wear yet, but I might. Uh, each week, HelloFresh creates new delicious recipes with step-by-step instructions. Uh, boy, oh boy. I meant to say instructions. Design. I'm, I, Dory's telling me. Dory looks at me <laughs> and says, we don't have to read these verbatim. As though I've never done an ad for a podcast in my life. I know, but you're reading them verbatim. I'm reading them, and then I will expound on them. Okay, great. Boy, oh boy. Talk about a podcast ad. <laughs> Do you know how long each meal is designed to take, honey? Uh, I believe about 20 minutes. Wrong. 30 minutes. 30 minutes. God, you got to cook it. Oh, that's true. Uh, it's for novices, seasoned cooks, and the whole bunch what do you think of the ingredients? I thought they were great. Did I you thought think they were fresh? I did think they were. Well, they were the freshest. I, I thought they were the freshest. I You know what else I liked? Yeah. They had, um, so we got three different meals. One was chicken, one was uh, beef, and one was fish. Yes. And on the fish one, they, they put a little sticker that said, cook first. Oh. Yeah. We ignored that. We did, but... I cooked the beef first. Yeah, but still, I, I thought I appreciated that nod to extra freshness. Uh, they have a dietitian on staff, too. Did you know that? I did know so that. So each meal is like, this is what you need to put in your body. And you can, uh, if you're a vegetarian, they have veggie options. You can do a veg- whole vegetarian box. This is unbelievable. And they also have a family option. So if you have kids, they do a specially designed box for families. Like for to, I don't understand what that means. Like, like it a, means like a kids menu, or is it, it just like it means like it means meals that parents and kids will both like. Oh, maybe they can share in the cooking. Yeah, I, I think I think they can. Um, so I, I I was very impressed with them, and I liked. First of all, I will say this: the uh, beef that they gave us, the ground beef they gave us, grass fed, delicious ground beef was it was great, high quality ground beef, and I was very pleased with that. Yeah, it was a bolognese, and the the fish was sole, which is like a nice fish. S O L E, you got sole. Yep. Uh, for thirty five dollars off your first week of deliveries. Yeah. All you have to do is go to HelloFresh.com and enter the promo code. What's the promo code, honey? The promo code is excellent. E-G-G-cellent. <laughs> yeah. C-E-L-L-E-N-T. Um, yeah, so, you know, I, I would I would give it a shot. Give it a shot for a week and see how you like it. And you get 35 bucks off. And please, if you do sign up and you use our promo code, that tells HelloFresh that you were like, you know what, I dig these guys doing their IVF podcast and... I also like convenient, delicious meals. Yeah, so it, it helps us out. It helps us genuinely. So get your HelloFresh on, guys. Use the promo code EXCELLENT and get $35 off your first week of deliveries. Hell yeah. And I read some of that verbatim, but a lot of it was off the top of my head. Thanks, honey. You're welcome. Back to the show. Yeah. Um, so that's that's where we're at. I'm I'm taking estrogen. I'm gonna start progest. I'm going for an ultrasound in two weeks. On the twentieth, I'm looking forward to On that. On the twentieth, and then Friday ultrasound. Uh, Eight thirty a.m. Great, which I thought was Love a convenient time for you. Um, Not so convenient for Mister Beauregard. He's gonna mm, have to get walked early. He will. Um, but yeah, and then I'll start the progesterone, and then they'll do the biopsy a week later, mm. or so. It's going to be something. 
I was pretty down. You were very down. And I tried to make you not so down. But I don't think I did a great job because I just ran away and went back to work. Yeah, you, you didn't do like... I mean, I don't know what else you could have done. Well, I told you. You that could this have was like, like sent a... me flowers or something. Oh, wow. That's very thoughtful. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sign you up for HelloFresh. I can get $35 off now. Oh. All I got to do is put the promo code EXCELLENT in. That's such a good idea. Um, so, yeah. I just think that we... What I was telling you in the parking lot as we got in our separate cars and drove to our separate lives. <laughs> God, that was sad. <laughs> Well, I went back to work and you went to your own work. Um, you know, this this is like, I think this is like your most stress-free round. This is like, we're just we're just seeing what ticks, you know? Yeah, but what, what I can't... Ultimately saves us a lot of heartache, I think, to get this right. I agree. Um, but like what just keeps going through my head is like literally the biological clock ticking and the second hand is like this huge like iron hand and it's like the hand of time and it's like smashing me you're 39 years old yep you'll be fine that's how i feel honey you're gonna be fine it's gonna work out you're just having a stressful i think the next few months are gonna be super stressful so if we don't get to do a round in these next few months don't worry about it i don't think that it's gonna happen anyway as far as your stress level going down. It's not going down. Although Dr. Ringler did say something that, as you pointed out, he has never said before. He did. What did he say, honey? He said, you will get pregnant. Mm-hmm. He said that. Although now that I think about it, he said you will get pregnant. He did not say you will have a baby. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are you sure he didn't say that? I'm not even entirely sure that his phrasing wasn't that. I think you're now reading into it while a giant hand ticks on the clock. <sighs> I mean, I am kind of looking on the dark side of things. Right Always now. look on the bright side of life. You don't really believe that, though, do you? Listen, sometimes I'll throw on a Monty Python disc in my car and I'll listen to Eric Idle sing that to me and I'll think, me. Uh, would you like to read some emails? Yeah. How do you feel right now about this this episode of the podcast? I think people are really like get a nice glimpse into our weekend and the fact that you thought I died. And yeah. that my teenage daughter got kidnapped. Yeah. Oh, well, cool. you know, Kevin actually from Gilmore Guys. Yeah. We were talking at our at our holiday party yes. and he said he enjoys listening to our podcast because it gives him insight into how a married couple communicates. Oh, or doesn't communicate. Right. So well, I, now we communicate I actually, through Kevin. Right. So I actually thought it was kind of ironic that I ended up having to reach out to Kevin of wow. all people, like who's now probably like, it. oh God, they don't know how to communicate. <laughs> uh, no, I thought it was smart. You knew where I was going and I like that I left clues for everybody. You did. You left clues. You left breadcrumbs. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm going this way. Uh, so, guys, let's jump into the email. First one comes from Gene. Yep. I'm going to read this. Is it okay if I read verbatim? Or do you want me to no, spice it up? You like to read the, the emails verbatim. Hi. She didn't say that. Uh, 
I'm listening to the most recent episode of the podcast and have paused midway through to take uh, through vodka making to say that the most recent would be a that was not last week. It was the week before. Oh, boy. Dory, if you want to change doctors, change doctors. Oh, hmm, I can't speak from experience vis-a-vis IVF, but I do have to get frequent preventative screenings for a number of scary diseases that uh, because I carry genetic mutation mm. following. My initial diagnosis, I started seeing one doctor who was an expert in the field and made me feel uneasy. After a couple of years and one creepy phone call, I decided to change. Oh, God. This was really unlike me. I like to think of myself as easygoing. Well, Dory is not. But after discussing it with a friend of mine who is a doctor, I decided to be bold and make the switch. Lo and behold, my new doctor is so much easier to communicate, far more empathetic, and just generally a huge improvement. The healthcare system in America is weird and expensive. But as patients, patients who are paying through the nose, we have a right to say, I want someone who I like better. Also, there was a study published this week that showed that patients of female doctors do better. So there's that. Yeah. It's a lot to think about. It's a lot to digest. Yep. I mean, look, I... It even crossed my mind, like, do we try another clinic? And then I was like, oh, God. Yeah. That's what I thought. I agree with that sentiment. Okay. Thanks. Well, I mean, we're going to keep going with Dr. Ringler, at least through this round. I think it's great you had that talk with him. I wish I was there for that. Yeah. If only he hadn't started six minutes early. What a what a doctor. Uh, this is from uh, Ned. Hello. Hello, Ned. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house, and I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including... The honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item bombas donates an item that's right every time you buy their socks tees or underwear you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness to date bombas has donated 
over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything, because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, well, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Ed? I wanted to ask you both uh, if you both have thought about what you would do if during the pregnancy you find the child has any genetic issue or major physical issues. My friends are currently going through IVF right now. They have a past family medical history of concerns that prompted them to get further genetic testing. They are struggling with whether to they would terminate the pregnancy if something came up during testing after spending all the money and time for IVF, and they trust that God has a reason for it and carry on with the pregnancy. Uh, also wanted to mention, I'm glad you made this podcast to normalize something that should already be normal. I mentioned this a few months to a few of my friends who I know have been struggling with getting pregnant as well, so they know they are not alone either. Dory. My wife wants to know if you can grease some wheels to make startup come out earlier since she doesn't want to wait till April for it to come to her Kindle. And I watched The Crown after reading your tweet, and holy shit, it's awesome. You were right. You should, you two should make a podcast on that now. Oh, that would be Matt's worst nightmare. Be my crowning achievement. Get it? Uh. Uh, Matt, I made a deal with my wife that I would only start a podcast reviewing all the Godzilla movies if you thought it was a good idea. Oh, do it. Bro, people like Godzilla movies. Make it happen. People are listening to you talk about Godzilla movies, especially if you know about Godzilla movies. You can listen to me, Noah. I'm uh, sorry, Ned. You can listen to me uh, talk about Star Trek Next Generation now on a podcast that has just come out called Star Trek The Next Conversation. That's a really good title. I know. That was Andy's title. Wow. Good Great job, title. Andy. Great job, Andy. Um, <laughs> just think about how sometimes sarcastically at work we say that to him. Uh um. So the question of whether or not we would terminate the pregnancy, I think if there was any danger to my wife, we would terminate the pregnancy. If there was any danger to the uh, child itself, you know, I think it really depends on what's wrong with it. Can it lead a healthy life? Big question. Uh, Could it be a super cool dude socially? Another question. Unfortunately, that's not something we can genetically test for yet. Not yet. Pretty soon, though. Yeah. Um. What do you think? I mean, I agree with what you're saying. Uh, it's 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 a situation that I feel like I have not. We really haven't allowed myself it. to think about that much. So sorry for the cop out answer, but that's how I feel right now. 
today. Right. <laughs> Great. Next email comes from. Oh, from. and and as to the question, can I grease some oh, wheels? Grease some wheels. Uh, I wish I could, but I can't. But well, thank you for pre-ordering the book. Thank you very much. Again, if you pre-order the book, we are eternally grateful. Yes. The end. Yes, like truly. Yeah. You could pre-order the book or, you know. Hey, you know what? Actually, a really cool thing people can do that is free to no, help the book. What is it? They can request the book from oh, their public library. That is a great idea. And that tells the library that people are interested in the book and it makes the library buy multiple copies of the book, which is actually extremely helpful. So all of you startup listeners who maybe are like, oh, I don't know if I have $20. They're excellent listeners. They are excellent listeners. Or even if you have bought the book, which thank you, you are awesome. Please go to your library and tell them that you want to reserve a copy of Startup by Dory Shafrir. Have you done that yet? I am going to do that on the Los Angeles library website because I go to the library all the time, as you know. That's true. I'm sitting and I'm I'm holding literally underneath this microphone is a library book. Yes. Um, I love the library and I think that 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 is an easy and actually extremely effective way to sell copies of the book. Isn't that young literati thing coming up? Uh, Yes. I feel like it always is coming up right around now. Yeah. I think it's April 1st. Oh, boy. I know. I love the library. We do. We love the library. We support the library. We're part of the uh, library. What is it? What are we part of? Uh, it's like a young benefactor library thing for yeah, the, the LA young, Public Library. The Young Literati. Look it up. Very cool. And yes, please go to your library. If you don't have any money and you want to read the book, the library's there. Yeah, the Ask library. For the book. That's what the library is for. Guys, I have an email from Susanna. I'm heartbroken to hear the result of your blood test. Thank you. Well, I've never been through the process. I can only imagine what both you and uh, the grief both you and Matt are going through. I love listening to your podcast and hope the next round has some positive results. Well, we're not at the next round yet. Nope. So it still could happen. One question for you both if it's not too personal. And I assume since my wife put this email in here, it's not too personal. Although maybe she didn't read it. When you and Matt found out the results were negative, did either of you feel the chance of having a girl went out the window, or do you feel future retrievals will also result in a girl? That's not that personal. No. Um, (sighs) No, I didn't feel that way. Did you? No. I mean, part of the reason why we did the girl transfer first was because of this exact scenario. Yeah. we. If the girl worked and my wife was pregnant right now, I can almost say with the deep bit of certainty we wouldn't be going through IVF again. Yeah. Although, you know, if we if we only have a boy, it will be great. That's fine. I, I will mean, love a boy. I was actually Bo's thinking a boy. That's what honest to God, that's what I was thinking earlier today. I was like, Bo is a boy. I love Bo. He's the best boy. <laughs> you hear that, Bo? He's asleep. You're in the union. You're a best boy. <laughs> uh yeah. So, you know, yes, we would like to have a girl and a boy, but like if it doesn't happen and we end up only having a like one boy, then that is life. Yeah. And that boy will be fucking awesome. I suppose. Yeah. Hope he's not a dork. Uh, he probably will be. Well, that's on me. Yeah. Uh, Alyssa from Toronto asks a very important question. Question for Matt. Stars Hollow a musical. Yay or nay? Nay. 
Sorry. It was 18 minutes of the summer episode of Gilmore Girls. And it was all done much better in Waiting for Guffman. However, I will say that if you watch it out of context, it's kind of delightful. But I just felt like they're eating up 18 minutes when I could have been hearing about what was happening with Paris or Laney or... Um, not Laney. Laney's on Goldberg's. Lane is on <laughs> Gilmore guy, uh, Girls, guys. Jeez. Oh, boy. <laughs> Lots happening here, guys. Uh, you know, I would like Lane's storyline. I would have liked to see a little bit more. I think we got a lot of Michelle, but I would like a little more Michelle. Um, yeah, that's my opinion on it. You're, I have no opinion on this. That's correct. I have not watched Gilmore Girls. You watched like a little bit while I was watching it when Paris was running the IVF clinic? No? Uh, I watched an episode where uh, Rory goes back to her old high school, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, you know, I've never watched a, an, a real episode. I know. I know. It's fine. You don't have to. You were busy. I, I was, was not. busy. Uh, this is from Melissa. Hey, Matt and Dory. I was excited to stumble upon your podcast. I've been a fan of Matt's from Nerdist and the Phoebe. I was actually at the Vic Theater Theater in Chicago when I when you asked an 11-year-old where he was during 9-11. <laughs> so funny. Uh, so far, I've only binged, uh, li- binge listened to two, three episodes, so I'm not sure where you are in your journey for now. For some reason, I have the compulsion to ask you this question, even though it may have been addressed in another episode of the podcast. Have you thought about if, how, and when you will tell your future child they were born via IVF? Oh, are you kidding me? That child will be getting a bill the second <laughs> it crowns. I'm not even waiting until it's fully out. Well, you can start working now to pay for this. Okay. She asked this question because I was born in 1984 and had no idea I was born via I- IVF. Wow, you're an early IVF baby. OG IVF. You and me are 84 and 83. We are like simpatico, except I was probably an accident. Uh, at 30, you were told that. That's amazing. Apparently, wow. I was one of the first 100 babies born via IVF. That is really cool. That's very cool. Obviously, it didn't bother me that I was born via IVF, but the secrecy for so long uh, of a time killed me to think. Grandparents, aunts, and uncles uh, all knew, and no one cared to share it with me. Is still mind-boggling. Juxtapose my older sister being adopted, and I can't remember a time where I did not know that information. Mm, Maybe it was a tougher to hide? Apparently, IVF has made many advances in the last few decades, and the procedure was more involved back then. My parents are from Florida, and my mom would have to fly to a hospital in Virginia to have the procedures done for myself and my younger sister. They decided to go through the IVF uh, because adopting was such a rigorous process, and they were less sure they would be able to get another child via adoption. Wow. You guys are really brave to put your story out there. podcast has been great. Thank you, Melissa. I appreciate a little that. IVF history there. There is, if you want to watch a video of me talking to that eleven-year-old, it's on YouTube. Uh, it's me. I was at the Vic opening for Hardwick, and uh, there's a little eleven-year-old, and uh, I asked him a lot of fun questions. How did he take the nine-eleven question? Uh, his parents loved it. Uh, let's. You see. know, we have some voicemails. Oh, should we play a voicemail? Yeah, let's play a voicemail. Okay. How are you going to hear the voicemail? Because I'm the one that has headphones right now. I I don't. No. Um, maybe we can to, kind of... have to... Oh, here. Okay. Just put your head next to my head and we'll play it. You downloaded it? Uh, yeah, I downloaded it. Great. Okay. I can't wait. Hey, Matt and Dory. Um, so my name is Tammy and I'm 28 years old and I'm from Germany. 
Um, so first, let me say that I love your podcast. Uh, like Shannon in last week's episode, I also found your podcast in the featured section of Pocket Cast. Ooh. And I've been listening to the first couple of episodes in one day. So uh, despite the fact that I had no previous interest in or knowledge about IDF, your podcast is interesting, it's funny, and I've learned so much. So thank you for that. And I also think that it's really interesting how vastly different the laws and regulations are in different countries. Yeah. So. Like I found out, for example, that while well, embryo donation has been done for almost 20 years in the U.S., um, the first embryo donation babies were born in Germany only in 2014. So wow. I think that's really incredible. Uh, but anyway, so this is actually not my question. So one thing that I keep wondering about is, do you think that the fact that your future baby's conception was such a big, um, I don't know, logistical, emotional, logistical and financial idea. effort, will it impact how you treat your kid? So maybe I should preface this by saying that I actually worked as an au pair in L.A. for a year, um, taking care of three adorable children. Come back. And the family that I stayed with, with was really awesome. But from other au pairs, I do know how, like, I don't know, worried and overprotective some parents can be and that some children end up, like, really safe. So I'm interested in your thoughts, how you will parent your kid and whether you think that your IVF journey will impact how you parent your child. And um, I wish you all the best. Lots of love from Germany here, of course. Oh, and you talked about in last week's episode if people actually listen more or less during the holidays. So I think it's probably more like for me because I have more free time and no work. So I listen to a lot more podcasts. Oh, Okay, so thank you so much. Bye. That was a great that was, Hang on. That was a great voicemail. That was a really interesting voicemail. First of all, if you're interested in coming back, we would love an au pair. Yeah. I don't know where we'd put you, but, you know, we'll figure it out. Bo has two beds. I have an office. You yeah. can sleep in my office. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. Will I? Tr- no. I mean, I, guess, I, I, will, I, th- I will lord it over the child. <laughs> I'll be like, do you know how much money you already cost? That's what I'll say. That won't give them a complex or anything. Oh, it's going to be great. I'm not um, going to be, and I'm also do not plan on being overprotective. Yeah, well, I think I'm a big supporter of the school of thought of like, if the child falls on their face, don't react. Let the kid get back up. Kids only cry when you react. I think what she's asking is, do we think we will be more overprotective or paranoid or something because like it took so long to have a kid that we're like this is no. our precious child kind mm, of thing i can't imagine the, that that will be the case although we don't know because we don't have a child via the other way it'd be interesting if we got um miracle pregnant while this yeah. was going on and then like we were like oh, yeah, yeah. you know we hear from a lot of people who got miracle pregnant and we're like, I was doing five rounds of IVF. Yeah, at least five people have emailed us that. Um, and like, I don't know. I feel like if I were in a different headspace, I would find those stories like encouraging. Mm-hmm. But right now I'm like, well, that'll never happen to us. Mm. It's Bo's fault. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but thank you for the message. And also I'm, in- I'm very interested in the fact that you do listen more during the holidays. I mean, it kind of makes sense. Should we visit her in Germany? Uh, Let's go. Okay. Uh, would you like to do an email now? Maybe we'll do one more voicemail. Oh, one more VM. Okay. Here we go. Hi, Matt and 
and Dory. This is Monica calling. Thank you both so much for the podcast. Uh, it's been said before, but please know that your audience of listeners extends even to people who have no experience with IVF and even those who have no plans of having children. But uh, we find it very, very entertaining and look forward to uh, following along on future episodes. Um, quick shout out to whoever did your cover art. I was uh, just kind of browsing podcasts and saw the beautiful teal slash turquoise color and the little rubber ducky and the bottle and both your faces. And I, and, and then I recognized Matt's name from his work on the Nerdist, and I was like, I'm in. I'm totally in. Aww. So <laughs> shout out to whoever your cover artist was. Um, would love to take you guys up on your offer for career advice. Oh, um, I, I currently live in Arizona and absolutely hate it. I am not from here. I am an East Coaster from New Jersey originally. Uh-huh. And I want to move desperately, and I waver back and forth between if I want to go back to the East Coast uh-huh. or if I want to go uh, even further out west to Los Angeles. Uh-huh. I am an actor and need to be near the industry and yeah. would happily move to either play, either uh, coast. I'm leaning more towards Los Angeles because I want to work in television and comedy specifically. Uh-huh. Um, so I guess I was just wondering if Matt could share any lessons learned about coming up in the entertainment industry, about even where to get started. I I know it takes a long time to get established, and there's no one formula, of course. But even though my long-term goal is to perform, I would be happy to, you know, work start off being a production assistant or somehow being on a lot or mm-hmm. involved with writers. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I really want to meet like-minded people and uh, start to establish a foundation in L.A. So any advice um, offered would be greatly appreciated. Thank you guys again both so much. Uh, looking forward to hearing more. Please give Bo a giant belly rub from me because I'm a huge fan. No Thanks, guys, again, yeah. and Happy New Year to you both. I, I feel like you should field this one. I know, but I had to put my headphones back on. Yeah, no, I know. No, I, I wasn't saying, like, get to it. You I could have, just... like, been like, oh, said something about Bo. There's many ways you could have filled that silence other than saying, I feel like you should do this. <laughs> Hi. I feel like you're misinterpreting what I said. I don't know. I was uh, more just, I wasn't like, hurry up. Okay, I was so, more like, Melissa. I'm going to let you was take Was her name Melissa? One. I think it was. Um... Her name was Monica? Monica. Melissa? Monica? Was it Monica? Well, trying to address Google you. Voice says Monica, but I don't trust Google I agree Voice. with Google Voice. Okay. It was Monica. All right. So, Monica, here's the deal. You want to move out to somewhere. You want to be an actor. So, yes, you're absolutely right. You need to go to where it's happening. You can't really be an actor on an island. Uh, you have to go to where the industry is happening. A lot of television is getting made right now. Los Angeles is popping. There's 400 and some odd scripted shows on television right now. It is a crazy time. So by that virtue, I'd say that there is work to be had out here. And how would you start out here? You want to be in comedy? I would I would come to the U- Los Angeles. I would join the UCB. I'd take some classes there, some improv classes, some sketch classes, and start there. And then in those classes, you're going to meet people. And those are the people you're going to come up with. That's how you'll form your cliques. That's how you'll you know, meet other creative people who want to do things. Some people want to make things. They want to put you in things. You want to put them in things. It's going to be a great opportunity to do that. If you have the means to move out to Los Angeles, I would say do it. Um, Production-wise, you you know if you want to work on a lot, you can work as a PA. You could work, uh, you know, pretty much as a PA is you're gonna you start if you 
want to do that. And it's really about who you know. So my uh, advice to you is to get to know people. And the best way to do that is to take some classes and get to it. You know what a good job is to have while you're taking your classes? The Apple Store. They have health insurance. That is good advice. There I think Starbucks has health insurance now, too. They do, too. It was a, it was a toss-up between the two when I came out here. Mm. I was like, I'm either going to work at Starbucks or the Apple Store. And I did. Yep. That's um, my advice. Good luck. Also, wild card, Atlanta. Think about it. Oh, yeah. A lot of stuff happening out in Atlanta good right call. now. So. Good call. Also cheaper to live. Also true. So, something to think about. Yep. Maybe look into it. Yep. Uh, hey, Dory and Matt. Matt and Dory. Dorat. I like that one. Oh, you want to read this one? Oh, well, we skipped one. Oh, my God. My name is Anonymous, and I'm twenty year old, 22-year-old male from the great white north. I'm a listener since episode one, and I want to say that I'm constantly rooting for you, too, and the results, uh, and positive results in the future, and an awesome child who will be raised by two great people. So emails mainly from Matt. Hi. Hmm. But input from both of you would be appreciated. <clears throat> Let me dig in here. So, I'm a 22-year-old heavier set man, and I've been heavy all my life. Ditto, brother. Uh, and dealt with all that comes with it. Bullying, however, never really got to me. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, however, it has caused me to always be nervous and less sure of myself around the opposite sex. I think I'm a funny guy. I'm easygoing. Uh, I'm easy to get along with, but my cards were dealt to me that I'm a 22-year-old virgin who hasn't had real serious relationship, nor even a first kiss. We're going to get this fixed, buddy. Uh, I'm quite aware of how sad. It's not sad. You're 20. So what? You're 22. People live different lives. Get over it. You're busy doing something else. Uh, But I'm not a really sad person, and that's not the point. My question is any advice or pickups for me to try to meet the right kind of person? I'm into reading Doctor Who, boxing, Pretty much all pop culture things. Well, first of all, the fact that you're into boxing is pretty cool. I uh, also enjoy boxing. Uh, P.S. As a new scotch drinker, I've enjoyed Lafroig, uh, Lagav. What? How do you even say Lagav? Laguvin? Laguvalin? I don't know. I don't even know that one. Recently, spurs and a bottle of Johnny Walker Gold. Nice. Any scotch recommendations that wouldn't break the bank? Uh, I am a tried and true McKellen 12 drinker, 50 bucks a bottle. Um, I love McKellen. I, I, I think it's great. If you go to Costco, there's actually pretty good deals on scotch. Uh, the McKellen gold I had, but didn't love. I thought it was a little sweet for my taste. And when I want a smoky, uh, I go with an Oban. That is my scotch advice. Now back to your bigger problem. You want to talk to some opposite sex members. Okay. Let's figure this out. I need more information. You're anonymous, which is fine. You may stay anonymous. But I need to know, like, are you in school? Are you finished with school? Uh, what do you do socially? Are you hanging out with anybody? Are you, do you have friend clicks? Are you pining away for one of your best friends who's a girl, but you've never been able to say how you feel? Lots of things. Another situation that might be handy for you is to focus on you for a little bit. I feel like right now you're concentrating too much on the opposite sex and they're not they're not focusing back on you. And you know what? Sometimes they can detect the fact that you're uh how shall we say, a little desperate. Thirsty as the kids yeah. say. So I would say, you know, you do you. 
That's yeah. my advice and for you right now is you do you. If I may chime in, I Please. know that he asked you, but as you were reading his email, I was thinking, you know what? This guy like this guy sounds like mature and interesting and has a lot of interests. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, maybe he should just maybe you should take up boxing, like actually box. You should maybe think about going to a boxing gym. Like that could be cool. When I was working out all the time, my favorite thing to do was box. Yeah. And I was probably the most fit I'd ever been while I was boxing. Yeah, so you know, I I feel like anything where you're kind of getting out of the house and being around people and working on yourself. You know, it might be cool as if they found a boxing gym near you or a gym that had some boxing instructing. Um and you just like signed up and like once a week went to uh, some sort of boxing instructor, maybe yeah. even a boxing class, and you just start there. Yeah. And pretty soon you'll be like fucking Mickey Ward, bro. Yeah. It's a reference to my the hometown fighter. and the fighter. Um, yeah. And you like Doctor Who and you're into reading. Guess what? A lot of people are. Start talking to them about it. Yep. Uh, I don't know what, where you live. I don't think that came up. What city or state you're in? Canada, I thought he said. Did he say Canada? Did I make that up? You made that up, I think. Um, I think you need to start hanging out with like-minded people. If that means going to conventions and hanging out at cons, then do it. Go to a Nerdist show. Go meet someone there. Yeah. If you have the means... uh, do it. Uh, we we make we make all sorts of love happen. <laughs> but yeah, chin up. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You'll get there. It's not like it's not going to happen. Just you do you for right now. Don't worry about those people, other people. You worry about you. Uh, oh, and then I skipped one, and I'm going to read that now. Okay, great. Uh, it's from Amanda and Thomas. <clears throat> Hi, Matt and Dory. I just wanted to write you and tell you how much I appreciate you doing this podcast and being so open with your experiences. My partner and I did four rounds of fertility treatments via injections at the beginning of the year. We were really unhappy with our experience. The language the doctors and nurses used as commonplace really bothered us. I repeatedly, t- I was repeatedly told that I was a tough case and told, you're here again? Yeesh. Jesus. <laughs> when I came for an appointment. I have secondary uh, amenorrhea. I don't know how to pronounce that word. Amenorrhea and do not ovulate. So the main doctor once told me he just needs to get the right mix of medicine to make my ovaries squeal. Ew. And squeal is in quotes. Ew. (laughs) We too went through the doses of medicine being upped and altered without significant explanation and we just began to distrust the doctors. Where we live in North Carolina, the same group is the main fertility clinic in several of uh in several cities so the doctors do different days in different locations so we rarely saw the same person that's not great Mm. uh again this added to us being unable to build confidence in the process by not getting to know anyone anyways i hadn't planned on emailing you till today because i received an automated email from the practice wishing happy holidays i opened the email and was immediately set off There was an image of a negative pregnancy test and written around it was, all I want for Christmas is two pink lines. That is so fucked up. That's insane. Like, I feel like those clinics should be burned to the ground. No. 
They don't deserve to be burned to the ground. Watch yourself. This is Trump's America. Someone will take you seriously. Uh, That's deeply fucked up. That that, that email. email is crazy. Yeah. I just wonder why blatant insensitivity is so commonplace in fertility clinics. I wish it would change, especially with the side effects many are experiencing due to the medicine. I had a very severe, I had very severe mood swings, uh, random meltdowns and depression during the treatments. So I thought I was being hypersensitive to their comments till the email I got today. Don't want to be a downer, but I want to share this experience and inquire if other folks have been spoken to similarly. I'm also curious the side effects others have experienced. Mine were quite severe and scary. I often wondered how we are to conceive while mentally feeling so off. Interesting. Mm. Again, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Sending good thoughts and vibes your way. Hope you guys have a wonderful winter. Amanda, <laughs> that's a crazy email that to is get from your fertility clinic. so crazy and and it angers me. It's really... Like, I'm now filled with rage. Way to go. You filled her with rage, man. Is that what you wanted to do? <sighs> you know, after I hit pa, after I hit stop here, I still have to be here. <sighs> I'm taking deep breaths. How, who? 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 That was a very dumb email. Who would... Who would send that it's email? It's also not even funny. It's not funny. It's it's insensitive. If it was inappropriate but funny, I'd be like, well, I could see how someone would do that. But it it's wasn't funny. It's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. I mean, from what from your email, it kind of makes it sound like this place is this, the only option. Yeah, you know? this is the only game in town. And and Matt probably knows what I'm about to say, but. If there's any way you can go somewhere else. Oh boy, here's your favorite thing, everybody. <laughs> Please, for the love of God. I don't know. Maybe you can go to like a DC or something. Just just anywhere to get away from these morons. This is terrible. I hate them. That's a that is a crazy email. I just think it's practice run by insane people yes and the fact that you don't see you never see the same doctor i I just i don't like the way they're doing you need some sort of consistency yeah i don't like the way they're running their business and we don't like the way you're being treated yeah so also yes i would be interested to see if any of our or hear if any of our listeners have had similar experiences have had crazy uh interactions where talking about ovary squealing this place sounds terrible. Yeah. This place is your is your IVF clinic located in the center of a NASCAR racetrack? What is happening? <laughs> it like literally sounds like hell on earth. Are um, there like ribs available for purchase nearby? I am I so sorry that this is happening insane. to you. <sighs> um, I mean, maybe we have a listener who's also going to this clinic and can weigh in. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Be very interesting. Yeah. We should seed our podcast at clinics. Yeah. We love seeding. Uh, and we just, we, you want to end with one more? Yeah, we have one more. Uh, let's see. Which one should we? Oh, Dory pointed. Okay. Hi, Dory and Matt. It's a wonderful podcast you have going on here. I'm Dr. Surik Shith. And I was recommended your podcast by a patient of mine. Whoa. Hope I said your name right. I own an IVF ICSI center in India. I had recently put up your podcast on the notice board for all of my patients to listen to. 
This is what I'm talking about. Seeding the podcast. This at doctor clinics. is the coolest. Doc, you're crushing it right now. I would like all couples with fertility issues to handle it the way you guys do. Well, don't make a podcast. I don't want more competition. To <laughs> uh, I would also like to extend a personal invitation for you to visit India if you want to undergo fertility treatment here. Whoa. The treatment here will be way better and more cost effective for you. I love it. I mean, he's really selling us. Uh, my father, Dr. Surat Batina, is the reproductive medicine specialist here. If you guys need any help with anything medical, you can always get in touch with me here. Keep doing what you do. Keep fighting the good fight. Best wishes, Dr. Surakshith, MD. And he's at the Indigo Women's Center, if I recall correctly. That was a great email. In India. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. A few rounds from now, we might be knocking on his door. Might be coming knock on our door. Well, yeah. that's the theme to Three's Company. Oh, okay. Did you not know that? You knew that. I didn't watch Three's Company. Oh, boy. You have a lot of holes that I have to fill. Ew. That was gross. That was disgusting. Sorry, Doc. All right. We're going we're gonna to end <laughs> no, on that No, but thank note. you for that email. That was amazing, and I appreciate it, and I'm, I hope that we are doing this podcast with the reason of um, helping other people who are going through it. Uh, Dory and I started this because there was nothing like this. Yeah. So we said, you know what? Let's do this. Fine. Um, yeah, and, and you can... The rest of you can email us too, Dory and Matt. Dory and Matt at gmail.com. Matt and Dory at gmail.com. You could leave us a voicemail at 416. Damn it, every time. 461, baby. 413. 413. 461. 461. Baby. Baby. 413-461. And just request to be added. We'll add you. Uh, we have a website, DoryandMatt.com. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are, if you feel compelled to donate to the uh, continuation of this podcast, we would greatly appreciate it. Um, and uh, yeah, how do they do that? Oh, they can. There's a donate tab on the website, and wow. they can donate to us uh, via PayPal. Or if they just want to send us PayPal, they can do that. Dory and Matt at Gmail. Crazy. Um, help us buy batteries for this Zoom H6M that I just figured out had an input over here that you could plug something into. Thank you to Kevin Porter for showing me that. Uh, yeah, uh, that's it. Other than that, what else do we have to plug? Pre-order Dory's book. Listen, start up a novel. Listen to Matt's new podcast. Star Trek The Next, the next Conversation. conversation. <laughs> This first episode was we went over encounter at Farpoint. I don't know what that means. It's an encounter, and it happened at Farpoint. Oh, Farpoint Station. Cool. At the edge of the explored galaxy. Ooh. Uh, okay. We'll see you guys. Next, well, we won't see you ever. We're gonna. You'll hear us next week. Yeah. Talk to you next week. We'll 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 talk at you next week. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Bye. Bye. I wonder what song I'm playing right now. Yeah, me too. All the songs have baby in it somewhere. I, I know. That's the theme. Yeah. Do you think I, they got that I by now? I up on that. Thank God. It's been Regina Spector two weeks in a row. I know. Did I change it up? We'll see. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. I'm going to find out in about four minutes while I go do this. Everybody's trying to be my baby. Everybody's trying to be my baby. Everybody's trying to be my baby now. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 